going on, people of the interwebs? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 14, otherwise known as Episode Number 39 of the Reverend Babble Podcast. This is Cody Kelly. And this is MLB The Show. I mean, Neil Huntley. <laughs> Sorry. I've, I've had yeah, that no, on my man. mind all day because it came out today. Yes, it but did, hey, man. This is Neil Huntley. And Cody, I just want to start out by saying I'm very proud of you. Oh, really? Yeah, you know why? Why? Because you didn't have to look up what episode number this was. You just Yes, knew I did. It. So, I just like knew. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So a round of applause for that. And I'll go ahead and say the W word, weather. Uh, okay, yes. It's very dusty outside. Yes, it is. I don't know. I, ha- I haven't looked in the mirror since I got off work, but my beard's probably a nice shade of green and <laughs> yeah. probably a little brown in there, too, just because we need some rain, dude. We talked about, oh, I know. you know, you can listen over the course of this show. If you want to go back to old episodes, you can tell what, like what season we're in, like by the, like weather wise. Yeah. Cause sometimes we're talking about how it won't stop raining. <laughs> yeah. I and know. now we're talking about how we need some rain. Yeah. How we need some <laughs> so, rain. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So there's your weather segment. All right. Well, that just kind of shows how crazy North Carolina weather is. Yes. So. Very much so. <laughs> I mean, it's like we'll get rain for like two straight weeks and then we'll go like a month without rain. Yeah. You know, so. That's just how North Carolina weather is, for <laughs> very, sure. Very much so. Very crazy. Yeah, man. Um, so, what's new with you, dude? Um, well, let's see. I actually went on a little, I guess you could call it a vacation. It's not really a vacation, but I went on a little uh, weekend trip with the family last week. Oh, weekend. yeah? Where'd y'all go? Uh, we actually went to a lot of different places, actually. Uh, we left on Friday morning, and then we drove all day up to near Asheville, or actually closer to, uh, what's that? Was that small town starts with the H? Near Hickory? No. Oh, not no, not Hickory. No. Uh, uh, I'm blanking too. Wait, man, man, what is it? Uh, it's like a little small town. It's near Asheville, but it's like up really in the mountains. It's like uh, Hendersonville. Is that what Hendersonville? It is? Yeah, Hendersonville. There it is. We found it. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. Hickory's on the way to Asheville. Yes, it but is. But it's not near Asheville. Oh. Hickory's on the way to Asheville, and yes. we drove in that direction going to Asheville. And we went there and all that kind of stuff. And on Friday evening, we went to the uh, Biltmore House. Oh, you got to go to Biltmore House? Yes, we did. Sweet. Have you ever been there before? That was my first time. That's beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful, and it's really, 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 really big. You ever seen the uh, the first Richie Rich movie with Macaulay Culkin in it? I don't think I have. You need to go and watch it because Richie Rich, is uh, obviously you can tell he's a very rich kid. Yeah. But his family, the their house is the Biltmore house. Oh, that's they, cool. Yeah. So it's it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah, for and, sure. But yeah, so that, man, that's, that's a beautiful place. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, like, that place is very beautiful, man. I mean, once we, like, walked up the pathway and we actually got to the long horse driveway yeah. that was there and we're like okay we're at the house and like we already walked like 10 minutes from our car just to get to the house and now we're going to be here for the next two hours just going in each room for a couple minutes just because yeah. there's so many rooms in that place man it's that, crazy that indoor pool in there is kind of wild looking at the it? pool it's kind of creepy too <laughs> yeah the pool and the bowling alley and all yeah. that in there i'm like well well what was funny to me is like you know on the tour like how they arranged the tour how you get down into the bottom part of the house is so weird because it's like this random door underneath like that big old staircase. You yeah, know? it's like a dungeon. It's like this a random door in a corner that no one would even know is there. Yep. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this looks totally safe and legit over here. You know, but like once you walk down, it's just like, you know, it's just another part of the house. I mean, you know, but like you said, that bottom part is definitely a little creepy vibes for sure absolutely (laughs) you know that bottom part gives you some creepy vibes but we had a lot of fun doing that we really enjoyed it you know got to walk around the house as much as we could you know for the tour and all i mean not really a tour yeah self-guided 
I don't know if you saw it, but over near the Biltmore House, not on the property, but right at the entrance, is like the world's fanciest McDonald's. Did you see that? McDonald's yes, I did. Over? did yes, you, I did. Did you I, actually? Did you actually get to go in there? I didn't go in, but as we drove by it, I took some pictures of it and everything. Yeah. It a little, it's like a cobblestone McDonald's. There's a uh, there's a self playing piano in there. Oh really? Uh huh. There's yeah. a oh man. Yeah. I honestly, I mean, and I think there's like a fireplace in there if I remember right. Like I honestly should have tried to convince my parents to let us go in there. You know, like, if not to eat, at least just to look in it. Yeah. You know, if nothing else. I know it's kind of weird to go in McDonald's well, and look at it. you know, but. as fancy and beautiful as that McDonald's is, and y'all, if y'all had seen it, just, I'm sure you can Google Asheville McDonald's and it'll probably pop up. Yeah. Um, as fancy as that is, self-playing piano, fireplace, you know what? I guarantee you the ice cream machine still broke. It, it probably is. <laughs> and chances are the food probably tastes pretty close to the same. Let's see, yeah, it's McDonald's. <laughs> That's right. And the food tastes the same just because, like you said... You know, two for four McDoubles. Right, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. So on Friday, we did that. And then on Saturday, we went and drove a little bit on the Blue Ridge Parkway a little bit. Oh, yeah. I love doing that. And that was obviously a lot of fun. What was funny is we drove to the top of Mount Mitchell up yeah, there. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and like it was pretty funny because when we first started the drive, like when we first got on the parkway, it was like 58 degrees. Yeah. And then we got to the top and it was like 35. Well, yeah, that's, the, that's the highest point on the east side of the Mississippi. Did you know that? I did not, actually. Yeah, that's the, wow. highest, that's the highest peak on the east of the Mississippi. I did not. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, there's your trivia fact of the week. That's right. Yeah, right there. Yeah, absolutely. But wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we drove up the parkway for a pretty good while. You know, that was obviously a lot of fun for all of us and just getting to drive around just... You know, just a nice relaxing drive yeah. up the mountain, you know, just because a lot of where you drive is just crazy. So just right. being able to just take a nice, smooth drive up there for a few hours is pretty cool, for sure. So we did that on Saturday, and then once we got off there, we drove to Boone, and then we spent the night in Boone on Saturday, and we got to eat like a 1960s-style restaurant. Okay. I mean, like you went inside, and it was like that that 1960s... Was it the Daniel Boone Inn? Uh, okay, well, that's where we ate on Sunday morning before oh, okay, we left. Okay. We ate at Troy's Diner, which is oh, okay. like a 1960s-style diner. Uh-huh. We ate there, and that was obviously a lot of fun, and we actually got to see the Red Sox play a little bit because they had the Red Sox game on TV over there. I thought that was pretty funny. That is cool. You know, but so we did that, and then we came back home on Sunday morning. But, you know, we went to a lot of different places that weekend, but we had a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it. That's awesome, For man. sure. You, you know, like just getting to spend that family time yeah. together was really I, I love I love going to the mountains. I love the beach, too, but nothing beats going up to the mountains Last time, oh, yeah. um, Amber and I went. Um, we we wanted to go up and down to Partway, but it was still snowing up there. Oh, remember, really? Remember me talking about how it snowed the whole time we were up there? Oh, one, yeah, one yeah, that yeah. Saturday, we wanted to go up and down to Parkway, but it was so much snow that they had it marked off, and park rangers were like patrolling it and stuff like wow. that, so you couldn't get on it. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'd, I'd like to go back either you know in the fall or the spring where you can actually go up and down to Parkway. We right. still got to go other places and sightsee and whatnot. But yeah, nothing beats riding up down the Parkway. Oh yeah, um, for sure. I, I'll tell you what's new with me. But there's a funny story. I don't know if you ever watched this show called Top Gear, where the so British guys that drive the really nice cars. Like I probably watched a couple minutes of it, and I've definitely heard of it. Yeah. I just haven't like so you, watched. So a lot you of know it. what I'm talking about? Oh where yeah, they drive like the really exotic cars yes. through like really beautiful places. Well, they had an episode where they were going to ride like you know Lamborghinis, Ferraris, 
souped up Mustang, stuff like that. They wanted to go down the parkway because it's, you know, beautiful. It's wide open. It has some nice curves, some, you know, some nice turns to it. Right. To, to you know, to, to let those cars do some handling. And they didn't know that this uh, 35 miles an hour speed limit, <laughs> they, <laughs> they thought since it was like not a, you know, a city road, that it would be 55. Right. You know? But then they, because they got on it, hold on, everybody, it's 35. And then they said, oh, wait, I see a speed limit cha- uh, change up here. And it, oh, never mind, it's 25. <laughs> <laughs> That's I I've, oh, I've never really watched that show much either, but I the, the day I tuned in was for that one, oh, and it wow. was absolutely hilarious. Nice. But yeah, but what's new with me is actually I'm gonna take one out of your pocket. Okay, not too much. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, well, I've had I just had another chill weekend at the house. Enjoyed the nice weather outside, which you know when it's not it's not wet, but right, and it's not hot. It's been it's been pretty nice. You know, in the oh yeah, for sure. Playing outside and. You know, Graham's Graham's uh, got enough Zyrtec in his system where the pollen's not bothering him as much as it used to. Nice, and so he's able to enjoy outside more. But you know, I've I've grown to be thankful for these kind of relaxed weekends because in the summertime our weekends are going to get pretty busy. Right. You know, I mean, it's and it even kind of starts ramping up even even next week. It's not really a weekend, but you know, like next week, I mean, you're going to the Hornets game. Right. And then a few weeks after that, Scott and I are going to Atlanta. Right. And then the weekend after that. Against Pittsburgh, right. Yeah, and then the weekend after that, Amber and I are going to Charleston for our um, anniversary. Nice. And then it won't be long after that, we'll be at Holden for a week. Oh, man. And then it won't be long after that, we'll be at Caswell. Right. So, I mean, it's just going to ramp up from here, you know? Well, there's a lot of big trips and events happening over the next couple months or so. Yeah, for sure. That's why I'm just enjoying the the simple weekends while I can, you know? Oh yeah, man. So, but I, the, absolutely just had a good night and ordered out, you know, just brought something back. We went to, I think I went and ordered it at Hilltop and brought it back home and just had a good dinner, watched a movie and well, that's good, called man. it a weekend. So it, it was well, good. Cool, man. It was good, buddy. Yes, sir. That's awesome, man. For sure. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what's happened to us this past week. So up next will be Neil giving his double play Devo this week. And then we'll talk some sports. Let's do it. All right, and we're back. Welcome to this week's Double Play Evo. And today, like I mentioned just a minute ago, it will be Neil giving the Double Play Devo for this week. So, man, what you got? All right, I'll start out with the question. Okay. Like we normally do. Right. Um, And I know the answer to the question, but I just want to kind of hear what your answer and response is. Okay. Have you ever had to persevere through trials? Uh, Yes, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think yeah. most, most humans have. I mean, oh, we've, yeah. we've talked, we've both talked about our trials, you know, right. and our struggles and things like that on here. And if y'all hadn't heard that, go back and listen to it. But, um, something came up while I was watching baseball over the weekend and I thought it would be really cool to kind of tie this into a little short Devo on, you know, persevering and enduring and being determined to not let something hold you down and to achieve what you want to do. Okay. Right. And to like achieve your dreams. So I'll talk about a guy that actually played for the Braves this weekend. Really? Um, you probably heard of him before, and I know you saw, I saw you tweeting about him over the weekend too. Oh, yeah? Um, his name's Sean Kazmar Jr. Yes. Yeah. So he um, he played for the Braves this weekend. He's been with the Braves organization for a few years now. Right. Um, but this was his MLB, I guess you'd call it a re-debut. Yes. Okay? And, you know, re-debut, you're like, hold on, Neil, that sounds really weird. So, uh, yeah, I call it a re-debut because of this, and I'm getting the information pulled up. So, Kazmar was a fifth-round pick 
in the 2004 amateur draft. So that's 2004. What year were you born, Cody? I was born in 2002. 2002. So I was two years so old when he was drafted. two years old when this guy was drafted, you know. Yeah. And he was drafted by the San Diego Padres, okay. He he was drafted in 2004. Right. He didn't appear in the major leagues until 2008. So I was six when so he you were made six. his, and so like his it, first he, he He appeared in 19 games for the Padres in 08, so not many, okay. Oh, and appeared yeah. really means, I mean, almost like – he put a uniform on, you know? Right. And so, but since then, it's been a life in the minor leagues, including the past seven seasons, wearing the uniform of the Braves AAA affiliate, the Gwinnett Stripers. Wow. Okay? But so think about that. Think about the guy getting drafted in 04. Yeah. Not making it to the big leagues or the show, like we've been, like, you know, that, that game I can't wait to play tonight. Yes. Not making it to the show until 2008. Yes. Okay. Which is, that's, that's normal. Uh-huh. That's, that's on average for a guy that gets drafted in the amateur draft. Right. To go to the minors for a few years. Right. For sure. But then after 19 games in 08, hadn't seen the major league level until this past weekend. That's yeah. 13 years. That's dude. crazy, man. That's wild. This guy had every reason in the world to say you know what this might be you know i'm at the peak and i'm and i need you know i need to accept that and be done but i remember hearing the um the i, I want to call them sideline reporters but you know they're not sideline reporters in baseball they're field reporters or something like that right um the one on uh, Bali sports south was talking about how um Kazmar was determined to let his children see him play in the major leagues even if it was just for one game have the ability to say, my dad played Major League Baseball. Wow. Know, which is cool. Yeah. That's, that's what he persevered. So, that's cool. you know, that I, people can people can definitely use that as an inspiration to keep striving to their goal no matter what what what's going on. Right. Like I said, Ka- Kazmar had every reason to, you know, after my fifth year with the Stripers, which I think he went from the Gwinn- Gwinnett Braves to the Stripers in that period. Yeah. Um, with after my fifth year, you know, I guess I'm not getting any further than AAA, and that's still a very, 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 well, you know, impressive achievement uh-huh. to get to the AAA level. Okay, all right, of course. Let alone, you know, just getting drafted. Period. That you know what, I'm done. Okay, I'm gonna go enjoy time with my family. But no, he didn't give up. And the the uh, scripture that came to mind was um, out of Romans. I I listened to the entire book of Romans yesterday when I was sitting on the mower. Oh wow! Um, shout out to uh, Tate's dad, Denny. He he did a um, thing at the, a devotion at the men's breakfast last Sunday, and at the deacons' meeting uh, the previous Sunday that night, and talked about how he had cut out some podcasts from his life just because, like more so political podcasts, uh-huh. because he realized they were, it was giving him anxious feelings, and like not even realizing that it was making him anxious, right? Because he all of a sudden felt worried about stuff and couldn't. Pin point what the problem or where the source was and then he cut out listening to a couple political podcasts and he was done you know he he felt better and so i took that as a challenge for myself because sitting on the lawnmower for eight hours a day i i I needed stuff to listen to because if i listen to the hum of a a mower all day long i'm gonna go insane (laughs) you know right yeah so so you know i would find sports podcast i'd find youth ministry podcast i would listen to a couple political podcasts because just like denny said it was it was informative to be in the know of some things Uh because 
I, I don't know about you. I don't watch Fox News. Uh-uh. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch MSNBC or all this other stuff. I don't cause I don't want to get a bias. Okay, right. I want to read it. I want to read it and articulate it in my own mind, and not tell me, not have somebody tell me how to read it. You know, or right. how to understand it. Of course. So I tried to find podcasts from like a Christian point of view, talking about the news. But even like that, it's still if you are banking and just obsessing over what's happening in the world, that can make you anxious or lead you astray from other things. Right. And so I, I took it as a challenge. Okay, I'm gonna listen to one book of the Bible a day, audible. That's why. That's why earlier oh. in an outtake than this podcast, that my Bible app said chapter three. Okay, yeah. But long story short, we're in the book of Romans. Listened to all Romans yesterday. Didn't tune it out one bit. I thought it was awesome. You know, I spent two hours on the mower listening to nothing but uh, the U version app. Read me Romans, which was just so cool. Hmm. And today I listen to First Corinthians. Tomorrow I listen to Second Corinthians. Just kind of go down the line. Right. But this is out of Romans chapter five. Starting in verse 3. It says, And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. So like Casmar, I guess you could say his tribulation was getting sent down to the miners for, how long was it? It's 13 years. Yeah. You know? 13 years. So glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So just because you're going through a tough time doesn't mean it's time to quit. Okay. All right. Some people say, you know, I'll, 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 I won't retire till I stop hating my job. Well, you might, you might come aqu- come across some kind of tough time in your job, and you might mistakenly quit, and then it wasn't time for you to quit yet. You know what I mean? Right. So we got to go through these tribulations sometimes to build up our perseverance, that builds up our character, that builds up our hope. Okay. There's so many like umbrella effect things in our faith, which is really cool. You know, I oh, like yeah. how there's just there's deeper and deeper levels of meaning every little which way in Scripture and in our walk with Christ. That's what's really cool about our faith is that. It- I mean, obviously, when you're first saved, you kind of get the surface level of everything, you know, but as you kind of grow and develop that relationship with Christ, you get to further understand in further depth about a lot of different things, like you said. Yeah, because, I mean, like you talked about there, you know, perseverance is going to build up your character, and your character is going to build up your hope. Kind of like when I talked about a few weeks ago how I learned to put my full confidence in God and not not confidence in myself or, like, things around me. But if I put my full confidence in God, that pours out into myself and into things around me. Right. But if you leave out God, that's where you're going to lose some confidence here and there. So there's all there's always this like trickle down effect, which is really cool because once you give it all to God, then He makes it all whole. It, but if you try to do it all whole yourself, you're leaving out God. But when you include God, nothing gets left out. Right. So I mean, you know, and. And I don't know if Kazmar is a man of faith or not. I, I hope he is. Oh, I yeah. think for somebody to get, to go through 13 years of minor league baseball, I think he's got to have a little bit of faith. Uh, of course. You know? Right, <laughs> so, yeah. But I thought that was such a cool example of just persevering through trials. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Because as much as that guy wanted to get to the major league level, he did not give up. And you know what? His first game back with the Braves, he hit into a double play, and that was it. You know? Well, but he got almost like a standing ovation because he was back in the league. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, like that was obviously really cool to watch. You know, they showed his family there, and obviously, you know, they were playing against the Cubs. I think that that's yeah. the team that they were playing against. It was at Wrigley, yeah. Uh-huh. But like, that was probably the most excited I've seen 
fans get for someone hitting to a double, a play, double play in my yeah. life. Yeah, and it reminded me of that movie, The Rookie, you know, because right. that that's based on a true story too where right. a guy was pretty good at baseball and then decided, you know, he was just going to go coach and then was given another chance and he was older. Like, he was about to, like, Katzmar's age. Oh, and yeah, he, I know. And he was playing minor league baseball with, like, 18-year-olds, you know? Yeah. And got finally got to the Rays and, and played, I think, what, a couple games and that was it. But he had finally achieved his goal. Right. And so whatever trial that, you know, I'm going through or you, Cody, or whoever's listening, or whoever, like people in our lives, they need to count that as a time to build up perseverance and to call on to God because God God is the source of that perseverance. Because if we didn't have God, what's the point of keeping on going? You know? Right. There's no point, and there's really no point in life if God doesn't exist. Okay? I, I, I'm a firm believer in that, and I know God exists, so I know there's a point to this life, you know? Right. That we're not here just for no reason and some random thing happened. No, that's not true. <laughs> um but keep on persevering. Keep on going through it because eventually you'll get to the end of this little trial that you're at. And, you know, we talked about here before how sometimes we don't understand why we're going through things, you know. Right. And we're not supposed to understand it in the middle of it, okay? Right, We're just supposed to trust God in the middle of it. And when we get to the end of it, just kind of like was I was talking to your dad outside about before I walked in here, oh, really? was, you know, sometimes we see things, well, all the time. Once we get to the end of that little trial, we see the whole thing way clearer than we ever could in the middle of it. You know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty, and that's that's a very factual statement. Oh yeah, that you can see things way clearer once you're done with them than when you're in them. So when you're in hard times, just do like it says in Romans: persevere, build up your character, build up hope. God won't let you down. All right, it is sports time. Time to update y'all on the week that was in the world of sports. This is MLB the, the show. I mean, the weekly mind score. Mind you, <laughs> why did you like seriously like toss a pump fake on me and did that to me? You can say it. Go ahead. Are we past that now? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I can't get off my mind, Cody. Well. And you know what? It won't be till late till I play tonight, which I'm not complaining because uh-huh. when I get home, I'll play with Graham and stuff like that and have a good time. Uh-huh. But then I, right. pro- I promised Amber that I would start going to the gym on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't know why in my right mind I said I'd go on Tuesday this week considering <laughs> what came out today, what I picked up from the mall. Right. But uh, so, yeah. So, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, All right. I'm, I'm ready to play it, dadgummit. Just, just saying. Yeah. Oh man, I'm looking forward to playing it too, man. Like, um, I unfortunately didn't pre-order it just because I, for some reason, couldn't find the time and yeah. all that kind of stuff and all that. So I was kind of lazy. But I actually did order it from GameStop a little bit earlier this morning on Tuesday morning. Oh, good. So it should be coming either by the very end of this week or the first part of next week. So I will have it within a week or so, and I'll be able to play it. So gotcha. Yay for me. Gotcha. But so. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't wait for it, man. I, I'm I, pre- that. I pre-ordered it when they when they announced it was coming to Xbox too, which is really weird because on the box, you know, it says it's green, it says Xbox uh-huh. and Series X, no no flex that I have a next gen. Just saying. Um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, scripture says not to boast. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, but you know, it says Xbox, Microsoft, all that stuff, uh-huh. and then the bottom right hand corner it says PlayStation Studios, which is just <laughs> so weird to see because like. 
but like it's weird to see Microsoft and PlayStation Studios on the same. Yeah, box. because I mean, you grew up with a little bit of it, but like I grew up where you know these the, the console the console wars they were like legit, uh-huh. where like Microsoft and Sony could not stand each other, where they purposely made games that were separate and exclusives. You know, right? The same thing with Nintendo. Like when the game oh, yeah. when the GameCube was out, I had a GameCube that shows how old I was. Oh wow! Or I still am. And um, <laughs> but you know the console wars were legit. You know back in the day, and now they're pretty pretty mild uh, considering oh, yeah, no. that a PlayStation exclusive game is now available on Xbox, on Xbox. and you can play like for, for example I mean you could play against each other it's cross it's cross platform right yeah so I mean that's just mind blowing that you know what, what, growing up in that day and age where the two like you were either team Xbox or team, team PlayStation, PlayStation and you couldn't stand the other person that had the other right now you're just it's what it's really like Ford or Chevy you know Ford or Chevy and is and is like as heated rivalry and, and, as it used to be either big rivals as like they're not as big rivals as yeah. they were so it's it's, it's wild to see but speaking of Fords and Chevys I guess we can throw in Toyotas too Cody you want to talk about the race at Richmond on this past weekend uh-huh so um yeah man let's do it so Richmond isn't my favorite track per se it's considered a short track just because it's I think it's right at a mile or up under a mile okay but when I think short track I think Bristol I think right. Martinsville where there's a lot of bumping and bacon banging bacon they they might have bacon too yeah well who knows you know it's I, I don't know but um <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of bumping and banging there's a lot of tight turns and Richmond has tight turns but it's just it's like a constant mini oval okay right and once these guys get spaced out and there's no yellow flags for a while oh <laughs> that's a tough race to watch on tv oh really now i've never been to a race at richmond but it's because richmond virginia is a good little ride from here okay right but maybe it was more fun race in person now if you're an alex bowman fan it was a very fun race considering he stole that race and won so yeah uh, so bowman won i think he led 10 of the 400 laps <laughs> <laughs> He led, he led like the last 11 or 12, I want to say, at the most. Wow. Because Denny Hamlin, who, you know, we talked about with Parrish a couple yes. weeks ago, how, you know, we, we were kind of throwing shade at Denny, and then I remembered I had on a 2311 shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, but he, he, he led 80, 85% of this race, if not 90. Right. Because it was between, I was about to say, you know, because like... He was there pretty much all race, and even if he wasn't, he was, like, right there at it, yeah. you know, too, so. So, I mean, because, I mean, for the majority of this race, it was between Logano and Hamlin, which is the classic NASCAR right now, which is who's going to win, Logano or Denny Hamlin. Right. And, um, but, you know, we had we had very few cautions. I think we had two natural cautions, which is, like, where there's a wreck or something like that. Right. Where one, where Austin Sendrick, who's supposed to be in the Xfinity Series, he's raced a couple Cup Series races this year. He spun out Ryan Newman. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> and then another one where, was where Harvick just randomly cut a tire going in turn one and smacked the wall. Oh. And so we only had two cautions in a 400-mile race, okay? That's why I was like, that's a, it's, yeah. it's kind of boring to watch. But on the other thing, I find green flag pit stops exciting because you have to strategize when you're going to pit. Most of the time during cautions, guys come in, get fresh tires, right. get more gas, do any adjustments they need to make real quick, fix a little damage, put some tape on here and there, you know, stuff like that. They have time to do that. When you're constantly going green flag and you're trying to re- right. win this race, you got to figure out. You're just out. like constantly moving. Yeah, you're it's, moving it's, a, it's, a, it's a chess game at that point, you know? Right. Because when, okay, when what's our fuel window? How's How are the tires? How the the tires that we've taken off, how, did, how were they 40 laps in, you know? And depending on what track you're at, different surfaces, sometimes like Atlanta, it's going to eat it up like a cheese grater. Some places <laughs> like Bristol, when it's uh, concrete, it's pretty smooth in most parts. Right. 
So this the strategy of it is interesting to me. Now I didn't need to watch the whole thing just because we know have church and if they don't stop <laughs> starting these races at three p.m. or three thirty, I'm gonna lose it. But <laughs> but um, I I I found the race somewhat boring, but I also found it interesting to see how these green flag pit stops worked out. Right, because. Where some guys were pitting and, and doing really well, like Denny Hamlin's team, they knocked it out of the park. The only thing they didn't do was was lead the last lap. I mean, that's literally right. the only time they weren't leading was those last few laps because he won stage one and stage two, which was Ooh. crazy to see. And that was his home track, too, because he's from Richmond. But, like, oh, man. <laughs> I think um, I think Kyle Busch got a penalty for going in uh, pit road too quick because there's a little orange block at Richmond where both or all four tires have to be below the orange block if you're going into pit. You, uh, can't, you can't just be going around turn four and all of a sudden <laughs> pit. Yeah, no, you have to be right. in the little lane to pit. And he, like, he – I mean, he – he got the he got three tires in. And he like drifted into pit road. Oh, no. So of course he was speeding into pit road too, because uh, pit road has a speed limit. Um, yeah. So that was <laughs> that was wild to see. But I mean, other than that, man, I mean, this is another win for Hendrick Motorsports. Right. So all every Hendrick driver except their best driver has won because Chase Elliott hadn't won a race yet. Right. But you've had Bowman, you've had Byron, and you've had Kyle Larson win a race. So and I guarantee you. Chase Elliott's going to win one race before the season's over with. So that's oh yeah, for sure. That's all four Hendrick cars in the playoffs. You know, that's crazy right. to think. And that's, I mean, that, sh- that shows you how, how far along Hendrick's come Hendrix in the last is, couple, right. couple of years. And because, you know, Bowman's driving the 48 now. Yes. And you know who made the 48 famous? Of course. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And so, but that's the first time the 48 has been in victory lane since 2017. Wow. Yes. That's okay. Tough. So that just kind of shows, yeah. you know, like kind of the gradual downfall of Jimmy yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Because, I mean, as, as awesome as Jimmy was, I mean, seven championships, you know, how dominant. Uh, the, only, the only other people to do that is Kyle, not Kyle Petty, Richard Petty, Richard and Petty. Dale Earnhardt Sr. And, yeah. And so, and, but to, you know, he retired just last year, but he went three years, a three year drought without winning a race. Wow. And so to see that 48 car in Victory Lane during burnout. In Victory Lane. That was cool. Uh, I was happy to see that for sure. Right, for sure. Absolutely. And and James, he was very excited to see that because he's a Bowman fan. Okay. So, but well, yeah, hey. he, he, he unfortunately likes those Chevrolets. You know? <laughs> so I'm just picking. I don't, I don't, I don't have a preference. I, I support Ford drivers because I drive a Ford and that's about it. Right. But a fun race. I'm really looking forward to next week's race because it's at one of my favorite tracks at Talladega. Okay? Oh, that's the, Talladega. That's the, biggest, okay. that's the biggest track in the circuit. Okay. It's a super speedway like Daytona where there's really no tight turns. There's no, you know, slowing down. It's really <laughs> full <laughs> throttle and, right. and watch out kind of deal. It's pretty much just uh, slamming the foot down the pedal and turning left. Yep. And and what'll be funny is just like at Daytona, you'll see some guys that are really highly favored to win this race. As soon as green flag drops there at the front, they'll kind of slowly get to the back and wait for that big wreck to happen. And, and because, wait for the big wreck to happen, and, and then they'll take advantage yep, of that. Yeah, because it's almost inevitable that it happens at places like Daytona and Talladega mm. because you're racing three, four wide. I mean, I get nervous when it's three three wide on 45, okay? Right. <laughs> Let alone going yeah, no, 200 miles. Here now at Talladega you right. know so but I mean it's going to be some tight racing it's always fun at Talladega just because they are all out flying okay yeah that's when the draft really comes into play which is really cool to watch cars draft and slingshot and stuff like that right and so that that'll line up to be an exciting race for sure absolutely man for sure <laughs>
All right, Neil, let's talk about some Major League Baseball yeah, again. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Okay, so to start off, I do want to say congratulations to my Boston Red Sox for going on that nine-game win streak that they Absolutely. had going on. And, and um, in terms of record, as of Tuesday anyway, being the second-best team in the league as far as record is concerned. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Los Angeles Dodgers obviously have the best record, but the Red Sox have the second-best record, and they were the first team in the American League to get 10 wins, so... That's awesome, dude. Pretty cool there, for sure. That is cool. Pretty cool there, for sure. So, just a quick shout-out to them, because I do want to mention the power rankings. Yeah. And, Neil, when it comes to Major League Baseball, especially early in the season, because, you know, I mean, which it makes sense, because there's obviously more games played per week, because, you know, it's not like basketball where they play, like, every other day. And even this is not how a normal basketball season goes, you know, because usually teams only play like two or three games a week, and now teams are playing like four or five games right. a week. Right. Like, so even this season in the NBA is playing more games in a shorter period of time than usual. Mm-hmm. So whenever you look at the power rankings for them, you know, you'd be surprised if a team moves up more than four slots. Sure. You know, for them. But as far as early season baseball goes, those rankings can move up and down so quickly just because you're basically playing seven games a week almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, like during one week's worth of games, you might, I mean, you're, you're going to probably play six days a week. Oh, yeah. At least for sure. So, something that's pretty funny is when I was looking at this year's power rankings, or this week's power rankings, excuse me, this is only the second power rankings of the regular season, and the top five has already changed so much. That's wild. And you talking about, you know, playing so many games. Um, we were talking about when we were taking a little break about me having a little uh, tussle with the, uh, television company yes and how we didn't get along and so i canceled that real quick well they offered me a 30-day free trial okay okay which sounded really good and amber said well how many times do the braves play within 30 days 30 days which is a fair question Uh you know and i looked it up you know how many games they play in 30 days how many 28 Really? Yes. 28? I counted I think either 26 or 27, 20, 26, 28 games in 30 days. Wow. That's crazy. That's insane. Yes, it is. That is absolutely insane. Like, sure. where? Like, how do you rest? Like, on the bus in between? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, well, like, see, that's my whole thing about baseball contracts. This is just a little quick tangent. I mean, like, obviously, baseball contracts are really expensive. And obviously, part of that is because Major League Baseball doesn't have a cap on how much money each team can spend. So, naturally teams are going to spend more money but also when you break it down to money per game it's a whole lot less than basically every other sport really yeah absolutely because i mean the braves like a normal season is 162 games yeah the braves had a four game series against the uh phillies and yes. then had a four game series against the marlins and then went straight to chicago and played three games right that's 11 games in 11 days yeah 11 games in 11 days and they had a day off teams. on monday and then as we're talking right now tuesday they're starting a series against the yankees so i mean one day off within four four different series that's right. wild man that's crazy yeah once you think about like that it's crazy to think how often baseball players play and how often they don't really even get a day off yeah in between games for sure very much so so kind of hopping off that real quick and going to the power rankings for this week number one and two are the same number one's the dodgers you know, kind of makes sense. Yeah. And number two is the Padres. Okay. Which I guess, you know, also makes sense. But number three, Neil, uh-huh. is my Boston Red Sox. No way. They are ranked number three. Well, well-deserved on a nine-game win streak. Absolutely, man, for sure. We are ranked number three after being ranked number 20 last week. We were ranked 20, and we got bumped up all the way up to number three. Obviously, that huge win streak definitely helped. But just the way that the Red Sox offense has turned on recently. Yeah. I mean, the Red Sox offense... From basically the start of that win streak 
even until now, because obviously the win streak's been broken since then. You know, but ever since that streak started against that series against Tampa Bay, once that series started until now, the team in general has been obviously a lot better, but the offense has definitely turned it up, which they kind of have to because our pitching's still, you know, mediocre, but you know, that's been the case the last couple of years anyway. Right. But like the fact that the offense has turned it on and played really well, you know, that's obviously been a lot of fun to watch because we swept Baltimore and the last big series we played against the White Sox and we actually split that. That was a four game series. But even then we still played pretty well in that series that you felt confident enough in in this team. And starting today on Tuesday, we're going to be playing a two-game series against the uh, against the Blue Jays and then a four-game series against the Mariners, which is funny because the Mariners actually have the, the third-best record in any wow. uh, American League right now. They're like 10-6. and six. So you're playing the Florida Blue Jays? Yes, pretty much. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much right now. Is it, are they, is it in Tampa or somewhere uh, it, around that area, isn't it? It's – I checked. It's, uh, it's beside an elementary school. I know that. Really? Yeah. It is? Okay, wow. So, uh, I checked. They're playing about 30 minutes north of Tampa. Wow. Uh, so, whenever you watch a Toronto home game, it's actually they're playing in Tampa Bay yeah. pretty much. That's right. And whenever they're playing Tampa Bay, you can basically say it's the Tampa Bay Blue Jays versus the Tampa Bay Rays. That's right. Because they're so close to Tampa Bay anyway. Yep. You know, so it just kind of makes sense. But the Red Sox ranked number three, so that's obviously really fun for me to watch. So, Offense has been really fun. Speaking of your Red Sox, I didn't get your opinion on y'all's alternate uniforms that y'all got. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, those. Okay, so as far as social media goes, I think I'm in the minority because yeah. I actually like them. I do too. <laughs> I mean, but if you go like on any Red Sox fan page, just Red Sox fans in general, they just – well, I mean, they got on them hard. I think I, I think it's a mixture of messing with tradition, right, and ignorance on why they're those those are the colors, right, for sure. Because they're yellow and blue, they look like UCLA. Uh huh. Because that hat looks like UCLA, UCLA hat, hat right, for sure. Because the Bruins used the B for their baseball. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. I mean, but like as far as the reason why they chose those colors, I mean, obviously that's to honor Patriots Day and the Boston Marathon bombing and all that kind of stuff, sure. which is really cool. Yeah. And plus, too, as far as like tradition goes, okay, Neil, I'm going to be honest. The Red Sox were obviously my favorite team, but man, I wish we would have more than just our regular uniforms. Yeah. Because as far as the Red Sox uniforms go, we got our regular home whites and then we got our grays, which is basically how all baseball was 100 years ago. Right. You know, like all home team jerseys were white and all the roads were gray. This is how it normally goes. Yeah. And then for the home alternates, we'll change it up and wear a red jersey. Yeah. I was going to ask you if y'all still have the red at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, we still got the red home alternates, and then we got the road alternates, which are navy. Yeah. You know, but really, other than that, we only have four uniforms. Right. And a lot of our teams have way more than four oh, uniforms. Yeah. So just to see that change, especially that drastic of a change in uniforms, yeah. I thought was new. really cool. Yeah. What's the harm in it? And to be honest, Neil, I was surprised they only wore it for that one game. I was honestly hoping they would wear it for that whole series, to be honest well, with you. I think it'll but pop, just to change things up. I think it'll pop up again this season. Probably because so. according to Nike, they've done this with a couple other teams. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think you know how Nike kind of did it with the NBA. I hope they don't get as crazy as that because yeah. I think that's more suitable for the NBA. You yes. Know? Um, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, why not? I mean – but as far as it's changing it up, as far as it's changing up the uniforms, like I thought it looked really cool. I thought it looked good. I thought the reason for why they did it was really cool, obviously. You know, but just seeing that difference in uniforms, I thought was pretty awesome. Right. And I mean I mean I was glad to see the, the Braves wear the um the seventies yes. uh, throwbacks for so many games. You know? Yeah, for sure. Because I told Amber, I said as soon as but I go back cool. as soon as I go back to the regular homes, it's gonna look weird, you know? Right. But I mean it was a nice little change. Because I liked when they brought the red jersey back. 
Right. And I like, and you know, cause I mean the, the cream Jersey, it's okay, but it's, yeah. it's, it's just not, it don't look like a Braves Jersey, Mm-mm. you know? Um, no. but, but uh, yeah, so it, it also is kind of funny and I know, and I'll just get, I'll let you get back to your topic here in just a second. Oh, that's how, fine. how many baseball teams are Navy and red or how many teams yeah, include, include red, you know, uh-huh. it's kind of crazy. Cause you got the Red Sox, got the Reds, obviously. You got let's see. I'm just trying to think of all the teams. There's a lot of teams. I mean, you, Atlanta, Atlanta, uh, Arizona, Chicago, Chicago, um, Texas, Texas. Even you know what's funny too is the Toronto Blue Jays. Their home alternates or not alternates, but you know when they they're, celebrate their Canada Day, uh, they're red. Uh, Canada Days, they're red. Nationals, Nationals are obviously red. You know, well, they're, they're Dodgers. Just, the Dodgers even have a little bit of red. I mean, it's like, so there's yeah. just a bunch of teams that incorporate at least some form of red into yeah. their uniforms in some way, for mm-hmm. sure. So uh, probably one of the things I'm going to do when I get the new MLB game is I'm going to have a team, but I'm going to make it like not normal colors. I mean, like not anything crazy, but I'm probably not going to add red, at least in them. Understandable. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> probably won't have any red, or if I do have blue, not that much blue, you know, just because, you know, those are more of the, you know, like just, just your basic colors that a lot of teams have. So, right. Yeah, for sure. Right, right. That was kind of funny. We were just talking about the color red because the Cincinnati Reds are ranked number four now. Oh, wow. Yes. And the Reds were ranked number eight. To be honest, I think that's a little bit of a stretch to put them in the top five. I mean, I, I haven't seen a single Reds inning. Well, I haven't watched a ton of the Reds either, but there are a couple teams I can think of who are doing a little bit better than them that I think could probably be more deserving of a top five. Same thing goes for the Brewers. Yeah. You know, well, you we think right it, number five. But one thing I will say about the Brewers is their pitching rotation has been really great to start the year. So I can kind of understand that. But we got to think about that division, too. Because, I mean, that division is basically between Cincinnati and Milwaukee. Right. Because the Cubs, I mean, they, the Cubs are having a they, they had that really good game against Atlanta on Saturday. Yes. But then you turn right around Sunday and it's the exact opposite. Right. You know, and, and they had a rough start. And the Pirates, I mean, poor Pittsburgh. Yeah, they, poor they, Pittsburgh. It's, it's always been poor Pittsburgh. Yeah. It always seems like that. And then you got St. Louis, who's kind of win a game, lose a game, win a game, lose a game, win a game. I mean, like, you don't really know what the Cardinals are going to do right now. Right. So, you know, like you said, right now, it's basically just a basically just a competition between the Reds and the Brewers right now. Exactly. For just who's going to try to, to take control of that division to start of the year. You know, but, like, that's your top five teams. The Braves are actually ranked number seven. Yeah, I now. saw that coming. You know, the Braves are ranked number seven, you know, which after that series against Miami, I can understand you're ranking a little lower. I mean, like, obviously not too low because I don't think the you know. Well, yeah. I think it's for two things. One thing, the pitching has not caught up with the hitting just yet. No. And you're never going to have – it's very rare that you have games where you're hitting lights out and you're pitching lights out at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But usually one can make up for the other. And some, there's been a couple games where when our pitching is struggling, our bats can't wake up. And there's been a few that has happened, like Sunday night when we beat Chicago 14-3. I mean, right. come on. But the second one and the biggest reason why is because we're beat up right now. Right. I mean, I, I should have pulled up the list of how many people we have hurt, but it's a lot. you know. Oh, yeah. Not to mention that Acuna got hurt yes. Sunday night. Thankfully, he just pulled his muscle sliding back in for a pickoff play. So maybe yesterday's day off will help him get back in this uh, series against the Yankees this week. Um, but, yeah, they're just beat up. And it's and thankfully, it's an early time to be beat up, you know. Right, for but sure, absolutely. hopefully the early beat-ups don't turn into long-term injuries right. as the season, you know, it's 162 games. Well, and, like, plus two, here's the thing about baseball, is that since the season's so long and – the first month of the season is when you probably have to be the most 
aware of who's going to be hurt just because, yeah. you know, it's a brand new season starting up. You're playing so many games in so many days and you're just going to have random injuries happen every once in a while. So kind of getting those injuries out of the way the first month of the year, that's kind of a typical part of every year. Right. I mean, obviously it is pretty good that it's happening early in the year and not later in the year when things, you know, kind of become more serious and you're fighting for this playoff spot or whatever, you know, so Obviously, it's never good to have any players hurt, but you would, like you said, rather have it happen now than later. Sure, yeah. For sure. And there is your weekly Miles Bridges dunk. I, I think that we just, in the description of the show, we just need to include Eric Collins as a co-host now. Right. It's like three or four weeks in a row where we're using, up oh, Siri too. Siri wants to be in on the show too. Right. So come, yeah, one, come one, come all. But yeah. Oh yeah, So absolutely. I can't remember who was that dunk against. I know it's Miles Bridges, uh, but what was it? Who, was that uh, Portland? Uh, that, that was Portland. Yeah. And I guess you could say it was on uh, Boosters, even though, he got out of the way. Made a business decision. He, what happened was, is that as soon as he saw Miles Bridges running, the first thing on his mind was all of the other timelines and all the other poster pictures, you know, and all the other players that have been slammed on by Miles Bridges this year or, or just the Hornets in general this yeah. year. And once he saw Miles Bridges sprinting towards that basket, he was like, you know what? I don't want to put my name on that list of players. I'm just going to let him do it. And that's what happened. <laughs> well, he is almost like he stepped in and remembered uh, his name wasn't Clint Capella, so he stepped out of the way. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, pretty much. But yeah, I yeah, mean, I man, what an encouraging win the other night against Absolutely. Portland. You know, especially against a West Coast team. Oh, you know, yeah, which is always a big win for us. Um, that was definitely a win I was not expecting. I mean, granted, they didn't have Damian Lillard true. there. But still. still C.J. McCollum, <laughs> who's no slouch. I mean, like, they had him, they had Norman Powell. You know, so they're a pretty good team on the floor, even without Lillard. Right. You know, but And Carmelo. And Carmelo. Yeah. You know, was playing there for sure. You know, but just playing against a team, like, like you said, a West Coast team, and not only winning, but kind of winning pretty, you know, like they didn't just win – Oh yeah, they didn't. They weren't. They weren't down the whole time. Uh-uh. They dominated the whole game. Oh, for sure, man, absolutely. The Hornets just came in and they were just locked in, focused the whole game, and they just, you know, just played really good basketball. Which is obviously saying a lot too, considering the fact that the team's really probably the most injured Hornets yeah. team I've seen in a while. Yeah, kind of, kind of talk about the Braves injuries. Hornets have been injured uh, oh, yeah. a lot this year too. Absolutely, for sure. Um, but that's a perfect segue yes. to some amazing news amazing that we news. got on Monday night this week. Yes. So do you want to tell them or do you want me to? I think since you brought up the segue, I'll let you do the honors. So we got word according to Shams and Woj, and then it finally came out on the Hornets Twitter account too, yeah. Yes. that LaMelo Ball has gotten his cast taken off his wrist. Yes. Not only that, he got a CT scan. Yes. The wrist has healed. The wrist has healed, which man. Which that, that blew my mind. Yeah, man. That somebody, that was, <laughs> somebody's I was wrist about to say, that was healed quick. that fast. Yeah, that was very fast. That was very quick. And on top of that, which made it all worthwhile, was that he was cleared to come back to day-to-day, you know, practice, basically. Right, practice To right return now. this season, okay? That's insane. Most broken wrist injuries, especially this late in the year, right. you're done till next year. Oh, yeah. Just because, I mean, just think about how compl- – I mean, we're not about to get into an anatomy section of the show, <laughs> but just think about how comp- complicated and how 
you know, how detailed your wrist is. Oh, how yeah. all those ligaments in there, all your, you know, that moves all your fingers and stuff like yeah. that. All those muscles, the joint, the bone. I mean, just think about how. All the parts that go into yeah, making your wrist it's work. Not, I mean, it's not just breaking a simple little, you know, you say breaking your femur is terrible, but I mean, you, that's a that's one bone. That doesn't involve all those right. ligaments and all that stuff. Right. But I mean. So, dude, if we get him back in the next week oh, or so, man, man that's going to be exciting, especially if he, if his first game back is the one we're at next week against Milwaukee. That would be perfect. That would be awesome. That would be perfect. I mean, like, that would be just a perfect way to cap off the trip is just to see him exactly. back in the lineup for sure. Okay, this is honestly something kind of cool and funny, and I don't really think I mentioned it whenever we were talking about the Warrants game I, I went to uh, last week. Yeah. Was that during uh, pregame warm-ups – I saw LaMelo out there practicing. He was up there draining threes with one hand. With one hand? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like. That's awesome. He was doing threes from the corner, but then he went up to the top of the key and then just started just draining threes with one hand, dude. And, That's crazy. And it's like, this is just insane to watch. But one thing, too, I thought of is, okay, well, if he's that good with his left hand, imagine when he has both hands back. That's right. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. I for forgot sure. to mention that audio was courtesy of Bali Sports South. Yes. So maybe um Thank you, Eric Collins and Del Curry. Well for de- sure. depending on where we're sitting, we might get sneak over to where they commentate and oh, maybe yeah. catch him after the game and yeah. get get him to say one just for the podcast. That would be kinda wild to say. <laughs> Absolutely, you know? for sure. So that that might be like a new intro mm-hmm. if if possible. If possible, yeah. yes, for sure. That, and you know, like that that would be way better than any intro that, that I could come up with. Absolutely. For, for sure. But obviously the Hornets are playing pretty decent basketball, and you know, despite the fact that basically half the team's hurt. Right. You know, and talking about the power rankings just real quickly, the Hornets are ranked number 18. So, since last week, they've dropped a couple spots, but, you know, it's understandable. Well, I mean, with the LaMelo news, I might start sneaking back up there, depending on how right, we hey. play. So Right, man, for sure. I, absolutely. I'm looking up to see the upcoming schedule for the Hornets right now. Looks like okay. uh, tonight, Tuesday, they'll have they're they're going, they're in Madison Square Garden playing the Knicks, who are on fire. Yes, which the is Knicks crazy. Are on fire. You know, I, I, here's a little meme for you, real quick, and, <laughs> and we, it's hard to explain memes over the airwaves, but um, I guess you can call it like a verbal meme or something like that. Yeah, you know the memes where it has the uh, I know you're not big into the Marvel universe, but you know who Gamora and Thanos are. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. The Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yes. and Thanos. Yeah, and so think of you know, baby Gamora saying, you know, did you do it? Talking to Thanos, right? And so, and, and the and the caption, have you okay. seen this? So yeah. Gamora talks to Thanos and says, are the Knicks good? And he says, yes. And she says, at what cost? It says, the Yankees are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know, right? So, so you I know, know, right? New York fans, you can't have it all, okay? No. Nope. You, you can't have the Knicks and the Yankees being good at the same time. No. Okay, it's impossible. It is impossible. But, um, but yeah. Wow. So, so, the Hornets have the Knicks on. They had them on Tuesday. Hopefully, they came out with a win. I don't know. Maybe I can predict the future. Uh, tonight, Thursday, they have the Bulls in Chicago. Nice. Then Friday, the Cavaliers in Charlotte. Cavs. And then the Celtics in Charlotte on Sunday at 1 o'clock on ESPN. Ooh. That's big time. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Tuesday. against Milwaukee. Against Milwaukee, man. That will be it. So That'll be that's a, good, a lot of fun. That's a good stretch of games. And we'll, we'll, we'll see what this the the um atmosphere of LaMelo coming back will help. Maybe maybe we'll be on a little on a little win streak by the time we see him yeah. next Tuesday. Uh that would definitely be pretty awesome man for sure. And something else that's kind of cool is I think we mentioned this last week, but I'm gonna mention it again, is that, you know, obviously the game's on that Tuesday. So we're gonna meet obviously at our studio, aka my house, and we'll do our 
normal episode we're recording, and then after that, we'll be heading to the game. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, I have to remember to bring a change of clothes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Go up there in a dusty winget For uh, sure. quarter zip and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, it's an exciting time, man. And, Absolutely. you know, it's um, I'm excited to go to the Hive. I hadn't been since, uh, I think... I think it's either October, November of 2019. Oh, really? Because wow. the last game I went to was when we played the Celtics. That was Kimba's first game back. Because uh, okay. I was going to make a point to get to that game. Right. Which I'm glad I did because that's the only one I got to that year. Right. You know, before the whole shutdown and then the bubble and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm very excited to get back to the Hive. I'm, and I'm excited. I mean, you're getting to go too. Yes. So, absolutely. Yes, for sure. And we'll, we'll maybe have to do like a voice memo, voice memo recording or something after the game just as, a, yeah. as our little ride home recap or something like that. That's a little ride home thing saying, all right, we're at the game. This is what happens. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man, for sure. That'd be pretty awesome. So I guess that's going to do it for this week's episode of Reverend Babble. But first, Neil will give us this week's Minor League Team of the Week. Yes. I actually have two things to close out. First, I'll do, oh, two I'll, things I'll, to close I'll out. Do, I'll do the, the new thing first, then I'll do a Minor League Baseball Team of the Week. Okay. Something that we didn't even think about looking at, and I wanted to acknowledge it since I saw it. Okay. So we got uh, we got a review on iTunes or yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we did. Um, we got a five-star review from, let's see, it looks like it's Malia42. And I think I know who that is. You know is. who that is? Yep. And I obviously want to shout her out saying thank you so much. And I'm just really glad that you're enjoying the podcast for yeah, sure. She, she gave us five stars, says Cody is so intriguing and does a great job of incorporating his faith in sports. So oh. I'm, I'm glad you do a good job. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> I'm just kidding. It's I'm just right. kidding. I, I was glad to see that. So thank you. Absolutely. I guess her name is Malia, right? Yes, it so, is. So thank you, Malia, for leaving the review and uh, supporting the show at the same time. But now the world famous minor league baseball team, team of the, of the week, week. Se- yes. segment my minor league baseball team of the week you know i did my favorite team last week or the last time i did it with the charleston river Dogs. yes uh this the, I, although that's my favorite minor league team this is my favorite team name that i'm talking about this week oh. okay so I this, know which team this week's about. minor league baseball team of the week is the Montgomery, Montgomery Biscuits. Biscuits. Yes, yeah, sir. The Montgomery High five. You knew yeah. exactly who I was Montgomery talking about. Montgomery Biscuits. Dude, how awesome is that? That That's is your probably loop. the best team name ever. Because, I mean, most teams are animals, okay? Right. Or like a car or something like that. Right. Or like fire. But there's it's a biscuit, okay? Yeah. And y'all seriously, you know, I say a lot on here that y'all need to Google stuff just to see what it looks like. You, if you don't want to know what the Montgomery Biscuits logo looks like, please, 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 yeah, go please look, look at it up. It. It's awesome. Their mascot is a biscuit with googly eyes, and the tongue is a pat of butter. Okay, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay, awesome. I love everything about this logo. Okay? I, I do too. I really need a Montgomery Biscuit hat. I think I'd rather have one of those than the uh, Rocky Mountain Vibes hat. You probably can find one before the Vibes hat anyway. But the yeah, Montgomery Biscuits are a minor league baseball team based in Montgomery, Alabama. Yes. They are the AA affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays and play in the AA South. So, I mean, I guess I can still have a little fandom towards them since they're the, the level above the River Dogs. Because, you know, the yes. River Dogs are single A for the race. Yes. And then they're double A for the race. And then the Durham Bulls are triple A. And, yeah, and everybody loves the Bulls. You know, that's, oh, yeah. that's like a classic team to cheer for, too. Uh, fun fact, the, the Montgomery Biscuits, they were founded in Orlando, Florida in 1973 as the Orlando Twins. They were, hmm. At that time, they were affiliates of the Twins in the Southern League. 
Um, and then, cool. then they moved up and were uh, affiliate for the Cubs, and then one season for the Mariners. But in nineteen ninety, one year for the Mariners. Yeah, one year for the Mariners. Wow. And in nineteen ninety nine, I guess the Mariners didn't want to have the embarrassment of being called a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I guess or that might have been before the biscuits. I don't know. Um, it says nineteen ninety nine, the team became an affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, and they have remained in the organization ever since. And they became members of the new Double A South in twenty twenty one. And their colors are not yellow and blue. Butter and blue. That's the name butter of the of the yellow that they, they call it. Butter and blue. Okay, nice. they play at Montgomery Montgomery Riverwalk Stadium. Um, their owner is Lou DeBella. General manager is Michael Murphy, and uh, that looks like that's about it. But I mean, so, oh, and their mascot name is Big Mo. Okay, Big Mo. Yep. Nice. Yep. It, the, their mascots are Big Mo and Orange Beast that loves biscuits and Monty and uh, a cartoon buttermilk biscuit. Nice. So they got a mascot that likes biscuit and they have one like a biscuit. I wonder if they chase each other around the whole game. I don't know. Well, yeah. Either way, how awesome the Montgomery biscuits. That's awesome, yep. dude. And that's, that is awesome. That's your minor league baseball team of the week. That's awesome, dude, for sure. And that is a excellent way to close out the show. And by the way, guys, as you could probably tell if you listened to this whole episode, we did not talk about anything concerning the NFL. And that is because there's obviously not much news going on in the NFL, but it is because that the NFL draft is next week. So you better bet that we are going to be talking a lot about the NFL draft next week. Yes, our our podcast. So, of course, this one comes out. You're listening to it on, you know, this Thursday, which is on the, the 22nd. 22nd, yes. Yeah. So, you know, had to do a little time travel there. I don't know what today is yet because I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> but... Next week's episode will come out on da- on draft day. Yes, okay? on that, draft Thursday day. the twenty ninth. Ninth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got a calendar in here. Yeah. Thursday the 29th will be the first day of the draft, and so that morning, tune in, listen to us. We'll kind of give our picks, maybe the first fifteen picks or somewhere along those lines. Yeah, you know the ones that are that everybody's talking about, uh-huh. and uh, we'll go from there. But you know, I sarcastically said we we're going to talk a lot about the Masters last week. Uh, I'm sorry if you were looking forward to that, but that's not ever happening on this podcast. <laughs> I enjoy golf, but not to talk twenty minutes about it. Right. But we will spend a good amount of time. Time next oh, yes. week talking about the NFL draft and I'm looking absolutely. forward to it and I am I am too man yes sir I'm looking forward to it absolutely well like like Cody said that's our show y'all have a great rest of your week and we will see y'all next time leave a review preferably five stars we'll read it again thanks again Malia um, leave us a message on anchor.fm slash reverent babble under a minute clean family friendly and we'll play it on here and see you know what y'all got to say if anything at all and uh yeah but y'all have a great weekend see you next time tell somebody about jesus bye and i'm going to play mlb the show